Class is in session. Your most unconventional class. She talks all things, all subjects. It's the interdisciplinary podcast, hosted by your favorite doctor. This is what's the say with Doctor Kim Ray. Kings, queens, and everything in between. This is the interdisciplinary podcast where we talk all things. What's the say with Dr. Kim Ray, actually? Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We love our viewers. We love our subscribers and our listeners. So if you haven't chosen to subscribe yet, please click that subscribe and the bell for that notification ring. But today I have a man that's in the middle of a woman's world. Whew. That's a stressful world maybe to some men, but he has been holding it down. He is a man that's been in the beauty industry and who says the beauty industry is only for women, right? <laughs> he would say, he would tell you otherwise, but this man has continued his family's longtime legacy in the beauty industry and he's become a beauty expert himself. He's also transitioned into the, the beauty tech world. And so this man uh, is he, it went from, selling lemonade at his grandma's front yard and now he's owning the famous florida famous all dolled up salons and not only is he a businessman but he is also a family man this is a husband of nine years i believe and he also has three awesome amazing children and he also got his degrees business degree from florida state university go Knowles, and he also got his uh degree from in political science from florida atlantic university and also got his msn and we'll talk a little bit more with him about the difference in why he chose to go the 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 msm route and as opposed to the mba route which is very similar degrees but but very different at the same time so let's welcome bailey to the show how you doing bailey hey dr kim ray hey hey thanks for having me Man, we are so happy to have you on this show. Everyone, I have known this this gentleman right here for a very long time. I mean, probably since I was, I don't know, six or seven years old, just yeah, about, right? Yeah. Yes, you were very young. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and he's a friend, a good friend, a longtime friend of of, of my uh, older brother, and also his family, his parents were good friends of my parents. So it's been a, a long time family relationship outside of even our relationship as well. And so I really am excited to have Bailey on the show. I want to share with you Bailey's mantra. So Bailey, it, it, the way it's spelled is B A I L E Y, right? And so he's got a mantra. Of course he does, right? Your mantra is for B, building, aspiring, inspiring, and living. Everyone's young. Now tell me now, I, I get that everyone's young is the E and the Y. So, but why do you say everyone's young? What is, how did you get that to come into your mantra, that part of it? We get the other part, the building, aspiring, inspiring, and, you know, living. But right. everyone's young. Right. So the... Okay, so the mantra was obviously a, a marketing piece. I really wanted to go by my last name, Bailey. And I found when in entrepreneurship, when we're looking for direction, mm -hmm. it's very important for us to really understand that a lot of people aren't going to understand your vision or your dream or where you see yourself in this in this new role. Sure. So the 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 example that I go back to is when you're young, and uh -huh. if you if you ever seen children, they can put on a Superman uniform, and you can tell them, look, you can be Superman one day. And then they will literally start trying to fly. They will sleep in the costume. They <laughs> totally, you know, commit to the role. Yes. And, you know, for some, that's the most uh, 
important part of their development when they start hearing what they can and can't, uh, what they can be and what they can do. Yes. So I think um, you want to go back to your seven years old and look at those dreams and visions that you had at seven years old. I love that. And if you can, if you can connect to that seven year old, you have a deep, deep power to help you power through um, entrepreneurship and challenges and, and changing where you need to be at. Oh, wow. That is fantastic. I love that. That's phenomenal. I think that's true, too. I think that's something that everyone should live by. So that's awesome, Mantra. I love that. Um, so you're also, though, a member of the Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity Incorporated. <laughs> Rue. <Are you laughs> amazing. Uh, I, 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 don't, I know we can't talk about all everything, but yeah. amazing organization. My mm -hmm. father uh, was an Omega man from uh, Mercer University. My uncle uh, actually pledged my father in. Wow. When I got to Florida State University, mm -hmm. um, it was a brotherhood that embraced me and yeah. really, really took me out of a shell. I wasn't really in a shell, as you can see, in, yeah. college, in uh, high school, but it was a different level of a shell when you get into college, you know, that freshman year in college. And Absolutely. they really brought me out and, and showed me leadership at the highest level on the university campus around my peers. Yes. And um, they taught me a lot about becoming a man and really just le and leadership. So, I love it. I love it. Shout out to that's, that's a big cosign for that organization that's been around mm -hmm. a very long time and they're highly respected. You're also, though, in the Professional Beauty Association. And yep. tell us, you were also a Goldman Sachs 10,000 small business alumni. Yeah, shout, out, shout out Goldman Sachs and the alumni program. <laughs> Bab Babson College, um, mm -hmm. Miami-Dade Community College. A group of partners came together to create a, a, a business development incubator to help small businesses accelerate their growth of their business. And uh, we were selected uh, in cohort uh, in 2000, I think, 18. And I've had some amazing experiences with them. Um, wow. Again, they, they really help businesses accelerate uh, growth plans when we get kind of in that space where we're already somewhat successful and we look for that next move. Yes. Wow. Awesome. Phenomenal. I love it. I love it. So I'm sure you still have some good friends and, and business associates from that as well. So, so yeah. tell us, tell us, Bailey, you have a couple of business, a few businesses. You've got the All Dolled Up Salon Holdings. You've got the All Dolled Up Salon Partners. And then you also have another organization that's more like an innovations, uh, LBH Innovations and Hair in the Spirit organizations right. right so tell right. us a little bit about those organizations i know all the up salons now you got one in orlando where we else got, tell uh, us? we we have two in the central florida area one in orlando one in Oviedo. uh we have some great partners there and then we have uh two here in south florida and uh, adu salon partners is our partnership operation in Pembroke pines florida oh. and one of the things that i was taught when we were um building this this business is that you know we're all about including people into the vision like we, we we really want to grow equity and that that requires partnerships yes. so in a time where we were hearing uh a lot about oh do everything yourself it's all about yourself do everything by yourself mm -hmm. uh you know we were looking at the principle of building partnerships and opportunities to work with others okay um lbh lbh innovations is a company that uh my wife actually started mm -hmm. and i'm on as the executive director to help uh you know stimulate innovation in the beauty space she was she was looking at blogs and like Ooh. uh she has set up some a, a great site called loveblackhair.com. Uh -huh. And it was really an a e-commerce experience for her during our, our pregnancy with my youngest son. Okay. She wanted to really bring in income and stay home. So she built an e-commerce business. And of course, my entrepreneurship brain, I peeked over into yeah. the e-commerce side. And I'm like, hold on, you got people paying you and they are, <laughs> you're bringing traffic to this site. And at that point, you know, I stuck my finger in there and I just kind of just took it. 
Yeah. <laughs> That, I but mean, yeah, both of you like, are, are pretty uh, techie in that aspect. You thinking, you're thinking outside. You know, actually, actually, she wasn't even a techie. I, like, mm -hmm. I told her, like, you know, here's a story. I we'll, we'll get into the story. Story when she was pregnant, I was like, look, you got a. She had a nice and she had a nice Acura truck. Mm -hmm. And I was like, look, if you want to stay home, uh, you want to stay home with this pregnancy. You want to stay home like a year or two with it with the kid. Yeah. You can't have all these luxuries. We have to cut costs. We gonna have a budget and everything. And she gave up the car and then we were looking at the income and she was like, look, I'm gonna come up with an income strategy. She built a business just to create income so she could stay home with the baby. So I was impressed with that in itself. Well, she so wasn't even a techie. Now that makes me think about when I was bringing you on, you weren't quite, you weren't with us yet, but um, I was telling the listeners and viewers that you got, you chose to get your master's in, in science uh, management. Is it, did I say that right? Management science. Management, yeah, management science. science. So as opposed to getting your very similar, but not so similar degree in uh, your MBA. So tell us mm -hmm. what the difference was. I mean, I understand that the MSM is more of a IT. That's how I understand it from a grandos point, but it depends mm -hmm. on where you go to school. So, so yeah. from your, it's more like, yeah, it's more like, don't confuse with the MIS. The MS no, that's, is that's a information. Yeah, that's yeah. information system. Right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, the, the, the MS focuses on leadership development and managing people. So in the beauty industry, we're a people industry. Mm -hmm. So I felt it was going to be important for me to have some skills that would help me manage uh, people because our, our, our number one uh, driver of success is people development, people personnel development, stylists, yeah. contractors. Mm -hmm. So that was, uh, that was important for me to kind of grasp that concept. So I, instead of MBI, I went for the MSN. And the MSN is a little bit, you know, the, the track is not as technical for administration. Like, I was looking to manage a business, not really work for a large company. Right, exactly. Yeah, and that's what I, uh, you know, from my um, higher education administration and uh, advising, that I, I recognized that, that that degree was was always more focused on the, the leadership side, yes, but more so, um, they were, they always said it was more of the IT side, like thinking of the business from a technical standpoint, as opposed to from right. an administration standpoint, if you will. Right. So, so yeah, but um, okay, Fair I enough. love it. So that's, that's dope. So well, tell us this, though. I mean, my viewers and my listeners, they, they want to know, since they've just learned all of this stuff about you and all these businesses that you have, and we're, we're of course, talking, you know, uh, beauty tech and um, the, the launching of it, right? And so right. How, how do you position yourself in this around $532 billion beauty industry? How do you position yourself to, you know, get into this business or is it the right time to get into this business? And, you know, how, how can we tell the people, our viewers, you know, and listeners about that? Right. So, you, you know, we are in the, like you talk about management um, science. So we are in the people tech business. Like I, I, I believe that we need to be providing technology to the organization and also technology to our, our team. Yes. And just like any other company, like if you go to a manufacturing plant and they improve the technology, it improves the out the, the product. So we're bringing in technology into our, our salons and we're bringing in technology into the organization to use. Yes. So, you know, with, with that being said, like we are kind of a people technology company. I think because technology is changing as fast as it is, uh -huh. there is really no better time to enter into the beauty space because of the technology than now. And we've seen that, we've seen that with the, the boom of blogging. We've seen that with the boom of Instagram uh, wow. influence. And, you know, this is, some people would say we're at the beginning stages of this cycle. Yes. Like we're at the very beginning of this technology being harnessed to 
to promote business and and, and commerce. So yes. I think we're 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 late, but we're early. Everyone, everyone is right. Time is now. Yeah. So how do you suggest that uh, if an individual is interested and you're saying that the time is now, uh, you know, but but at the on the flip side of it, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I know that. Well, I'm not going to say I know because nobody knows, but I'm going to say that personally, I just believe that this is going to be a temporary situation for us and that we will then learn how to, you know, live um, in a different manner. I do believe that this is not going to be our lives for the rest of our days on this planet earth of the United mm-hmm. States of America more in a more granular discussion. But so with that being said, how, how do you people are worried about, you know, clientele and, and ha- making money right now. And so how do you suggest that someone who has not been in the industry is starting out they want to, you know, they want to be, get into the industry because they, they love it. They, it's their passion. How do they get into mm-hmm. those? How do they get in the business with, 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 you know, I know that there's these, the getting into retailers is a big thing now and tr- transparency with your products, knowing what's inside of your products, the sustainability is a big thing, you know, but is this something that, um, you know, like, how do you recommend that, that, that they do it? How do they begin? So I want to challenge the first the first statement you said. So mm-hmm. I have a friend that we, we, we I'm in an investment club and he says we can't try to predict the future. Mm. Don't try to predict the future because you don't know what any you don't know what's going to happen. So yes. I would even say like how you're saying this might not be t- this is temporary. Yeah. I would say we I will prepare we're preparing for this not being temporary. And we're preparing for it, it to change. Yes. So the one consistent thing is that we're, we're not preparing for this. Yeah, we're preparing. <laughs> so like, if it's the, it's, the time is right now, if we are changing, this is the new normal, because now mm-hmm. we know this is what the expectation is going to be. Sure. It's never going to go back to what it was before. And, you know, I, you know, maybe a salon full of 30 people waiting to get some amazing services might need to be 15 people forever. Yeah. Like this is just the new normal. I remember even when we came into the salon business before it was acceptable for a client to wait you know, two, three hours for a service yeah. inside of a hot salon with other people in there. Now right. it's different. I kind of envisioned our first experience. Like one, we, we always have our saying, we had a personal test of dolling you up, a one-on-one experience. I envisioned this uh, 15 years ago when I started, that's a great experience when it's just you and your client sure. interacting in this experience. Yes. Um, so I think we may, we, we, we can go either way, but I'm preparing for right now. Mm-hmm. And it right now means clients are going to do a lot more work in the digital space. Uh, we're talking about the technology side. They're going to be exploring technology first to come into the salon. They're going to look on Instagram, Yelp, uh, Google. They're going to check their mobile device and read your reviews. Sure. That's just what it is. So you just got to know that coming in. That's where I'm starting. That's where I'm starting at. Gotcha. So when I came in, I'm so old. When I came in, guess what it was? Websites. <laughs> it was a website. Wow. Getting a website for your salon was the thing. That was a big thing. That was like, <laughs> no one's thinking about that. You're going to have a website? That's too expensive. Wow. I have business cards. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You've been in the game. Where's your gray hair? <laughs> it's in there somewhere. I'm in the beauty and I color, I color it up so quick. I love it. I love it. So talking about tech, you know, you also have this hashtag that you use all the time on your posts. You use hashtag SEO, which normally in the marketing world or any world of, of, of a promotions person or PR person, they're thinking about SEO and they're going search engine optimization. And you're mm-hmm. not saying that. 
tell us what your S, your version of SEO, your life is. Well, we know SEO is one of the biggest uh, marketing, branding dialogues for the past 15, 20 years. Like, get yourself recognized on these major platforms through search engine optimization. So I was just thinking outside of the box and innovation. We, we always talk about people tech. Yes. So in our business, we understand that a lot of cosmetologists, at least for the past couple of years, have been focusing on this entrepreneurship experience. It's start your own business, work for yourself experience. And we know entrepreneurship is so, so challenging. So I just really went into some of the, pro, some of the tech, technical experiences that entrepreneurs always say. And mm-hmm. I just kind of put it in SEL. So, the, the, you know, it can mean a lot of things. But for entrepreneurs, I always say successful entrepreneurs obsess about their business. Yeah. And if you, if you SEO your business, become obsessed with it, you get to the types of results that are amazing. Like, I, have you ever seen somebody that's obsessed? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah have you, like, if you've ever become addicted or obsessed with something, that you go, you will not stop until you get that. Mm-hmm. And uh, if we do that in our business, if we do that on any one project, I guarantee, I, I guarantee that the level of success is going to be amazing. Yeah. So you guys, SEO your life out there. That's I really believe in that. Listen, I, I've got Bailey with me, who is business guru and beauty expert for many, many years. But but I love his take on business and and the beauty industry because he's not just talking hair; he's talking about business strategizing and also personal development leadership development and that's where i guess that that whole msm degree that you have really really shines because you're you're looking at it from from a different lens not just that one that one scope you know and frame and i and i really admire that i i love that which leads me to uh you know, me asking you about this, how is the beauty biz, it's recession proof, right? I mean, I say, I would say recession, we always go by the point recession resistant. Resistant. Okay. Okay. So because I know really recession proof. Well, I'm, like, I'm going to argue with that because my, my father <laughs> is in the funeral biz and that is definitely going to happen. Gotta die. <laughs> but you know, recession proof means cost. I mean, there's so many. Yes. I see what you I, mean. I'm just never going to commit that anything is unvulnerable because Proof. if you look yeah. at the top, you look at the top companies 20 years ago that were unbreakable. They sure. don't even exist right now. Yes. So yeah, well, they, they, didn't, anything, they didn't pivot in time. Right. That was their problem. Right. right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But you know, industries get disrupted all the time. So sure. You know, right. I, I like to say resistance. Just, I, I like to err to the side of caution, but I, I feel you. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love that word disruption too. Well, the reason why I was saying it's recession proof is because consumers, regardless of them being able to go anywhere or go out uh, they, and, and they have to be at home. We've been at home for, for months, working from home, doing Zoom meetings and things. We're still buying beauty products. We love beauty products. It, it's that lipstick effect they call it because the, the products are so small or at that price point that, you know, someone would, would purchase. Right. I mean, I can imagine women still doing their hair and makeup and the, the top half is made up and done and the bottom half is whatever, but they <laughs> are beautifying throughout this pandemic and they're going to continue to beautify throughout recession, throughout okay. any change in life change. There's going to be a, a demand for those services. You sell products in your salon that are your products, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, well, one of our pivots, one of our, our most recent pivots is taking the brand and allowing the consumer to take the brand home with them. 
So yes. we are looking at expanding a, a, a dynamic product line. So first thing we came up with our solution was one of our satin line caps. I got, I'm gonna send you one of these, of course. Oh, please This do. is a satin line beanie. This is uh, one of the new technologies. lined beanie. Right. You know Can you, you like take it out of the bag? Let's see it real quick. Yes. Yeah, so you know how you like, uh, you know, you want to have a little swag with your bonnet. Yeah. This is a, pretty much a bonnet under a beanie. Oh, so, wow. So I could look cooler with that. Yeah, what? and still keep your hair nice and moisturized. You need a patent on that one. I, I don't need a patent because we, you got we're it. changing the industry. Yeah, we got yeah, it. Yeah, you, you're you disrupting the industry. Yeah, disrupt. it's been disrupted. We're just yeah. providing solutions. I love it. So, I, uh, I can't wait to get one of those. I love it. It's cute. I could wear it out too. All right, all right. We got a lot of technology. I'm going to send it to you. I'll ship it to you. Okay. Sounds good. Get all good. your fans on them. You give you a promo code or something so you give it to your fans. Give I love that. See, you hear that, guys? We can probably get that on the description in the in the video here. Listen, so let's let's talk a little bit more about how we we have already. You say it's already been disrupted. Let's continue to talk about that. So let's let's give it a a quick drum roll. When I'm talking about the largest disruption that's ever happened in this industry, the largest disruption. I'm gonna quiz you right quick. Can you think about the largest disruption that has recently happened in the in the beauty and hair industry? Can you think about what it might be that I'm drum rolling on? <laughs> Across segments, there's a couple of them. Mm. Segments. We've, when we talk about hair, when we talk about specifically mm. hair, I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm give it to you. The natural hair industry. Mm -hmm. That has been the biggest disruption. disruption. Yeah, in 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 the hair industry, you know, because and and I'm not even wearing my hair natural today. I'm, I blew it out and gave it some roller set curls. But I normally wear my hair naturally. Curly, how how have you how has that that impacted your business? Has it? I, I think okay, it yeah. So, well, yeah. Let's go back. We'll go back to well. First, I would like to say the uh, before natural, the industry was disrupted by a scientific breakthrough or scientific technology that it was uh, allowed your curly or kinkier hair yes. to be worn straight. Okay, and that disruption totally took over for uh, three, two to three decades of uh women with naturally curly hair wearing their hair straight I, wow. I actually had a client yes uh the other day and she said she has not worn her hair without chemicals and this is modern this is for 27 37 years i think it was 37 years i want to say how old she was yeah and she finally um did no chemicals and now she's looking for solutions to manage that hair uh -huh. that she hasn't seen in 37 years and that, so it's been disrupted twice. So this disruption has been happening and it's still happening right now as we explore, you know, how to wear. And it's a curly hair movement. So it's in all yes. types of just curly hair is in. Yes. Even the curly cut now, you know, people are going yeah, to get curly the curly cut. cut. Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's, a, it's a piece of, it's a, it's a technology. Yes. All right. Well, let's get into to, to you a little bit more now. Right, Bailey? Uh, you know, you're this man yeah. now who's been literally in a woman's world of, of beauty. And and women power. <laughs> so it, yeah. I have to ask, and and I know you know you've 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 been a married man and a family man. 
you know, and you've got, you're surrounded by women every day. So there mm -hmm. are its advantages and disadvantages, I'm sure, to, to that. Right. Um, and I'm, of course, you know, I love your wife, so I'm, I'm not saying it like that. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, and I know you guys are, are, are long and strong, so I'm not even, you know, going there. I'm not talking about that. Well, I just want the people to understand that, that this, there's, there could be a plus side to this, right? Because right. you don't have a whole lot of competition when, when it comes to, it's right. kind of like in the dance world, I danced for 25 years of my life. There were no men dancers. So when there was right. a man, he got all the preferential treatment and, that, and you right. know, so, so tell us at your experience and, and is this a good thing or tell yeah. us a little bit, or, or do you want to keep that hush because you don't want any guy to come uh, I mean, it's and, like, and compete I mean, with you? <laughs> I mean, I, come on, guys. This is a great, it's a great career. It's a great field you can come into and have some success. I think the fact that you're mixing it up because you have a male perspective in the business mm -hmm. gives you a leg up. You can, you can see through it. And a lot of, a lot of women like working with that diversity of ideas. Yes. So I, and again, there's a, there's a lot of opportunities in here for, for men that want to disrupt, innovate, provide an amazing experience and service and just yes. connect with people. It's a great business. I love it. I love it. I love it. We're coming to a close on on this uh, chat here. Not 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 quite yet, but I, I want to talk about this this uh, culture that we have in the beauty industry. We have this this culture where we will have appointments created. We've got StyleSeat.com now. Everybody's using that to, to make appointments if if they have like technology. a suite instead of technology, right? Um, and 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 you can book your own private uh, stylist that way, right? And so, why is it that when I make my appointment, and no pun intended to any of my hairstylists, but but y'all know the deal, why is it that I have to be sitting for 20 to 30 minutes while uh, after my appointment was was scheduled for you know my time is very valuable mm -hmm. and you know I, as you know Bailey you know I'm a professor in hospitality management so service right. is everything to me and um, right. because that's what I teach that's what I train in and so it, service is, is in every business every industry and now we're talking about beauty uh, getting your hair done that is nothing but a service that's all it is is service right, right? and so it, right. I, I really have a hang-up about the fact that culturally now it's almost expected of me as the consumer as the customer as the guest to come into a salon and and almost expect to have to wait you know I need to make some coffee make some you know pour some water out of the fountain or something like that and it's like why do I even have to do that? I'm ready to go. This is mm. when I made my appointment. So, yeah. Do you have any solution for that? Because you love technology. Well, Tell the us solution, how we can that, fix that. That, that. The best solution I have for you is come to all dolled up salons. That is our, <laughs> I mean, that is our, our main opportunity. Yeah. And, and when I got in the business, I saw that as the biggest opportunity. You're in a service-based business yes. that the whole industry is consumed with not being service-oriented or service-friendly. Yes. So when we came in, uh, we were already like a great customer service-focused business. That's yes. my that's the that's our value proposition. Outside of all the bells and the whistles, our value proposition is we really focus on the customer. We're listening to what the customer wants. We advertise low wait times, if not no wait times, scheduled appointments, experiences. And yes. uh, a, a managed experience. We provide uh, the team and we provide the guests with a managed experience that is beneficial and positive for everybody. Okay. If you want to know what, if you want a stylist that runs on a certain schedule, we yes. can provide that. We're open seven days a week. 
We're also launching some platforms to get stylists to you in a concierge type experience. Uh-huh. We've got a lot of pieces of innovation that are just answering questions to what uh, clients have to make sure that we're focused on a service that you're looking for. So as opposed to what we want to give you. How are you ensuring, like you're using technology, obviously, but, 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 or maybe that's the secret sauce and you're not, and you're not willing to mm-hmm. give that away. And I respect oh, that no, no, 100. No. Just trying to understand how, you know, if my friends in North Carolina, New York or DC or, you know, California or somewhere, they're not able to come to your several beautiful, wonderful serving salons mm-hmm. in Florida. What can, what can other salons mm-hmm. do to, to make this not the culture anymore? Like this needs well, to be changed. Well, again, there, there are some great, there's some great salons in every, every city. Mm-hmm. I think there's far in between, which makes it opportunity for, like we talked about, if you're looking to launch a, a beauty business, whether it's a salon, whether it's a product, whether there's an experience that you can start now, because in each city, there's this problem. Now, yes. I'm not going to spill, I'm not going to spill the beans, but we are working on technology platform that will provide that all dolled up experience in any market. So, wow, again, that's what I, I wanted to know. Can, I believe that we can uh, provide that, man, it's a managed experience to protect yes professionalism, time management, yes, and just a quality of service expectation. We can do that with technology and we're doing it in our market and I know we can do it in other markets. Absolutely. I, I can't wait for you to put, roll that out because that sounds yeah, like- You've had an all dolled up experience before. Oh, and I forgot to share. I have been to all dolled up several times in my lifetime and uh, they definitely have it going on. There is, and, and as the years have progressed, I've noticed the change in you understanding and recognizing that the service- has has leveled up definitely so yeah i definitely will vouch for all dolled up i've made a commercial or two for the radio for you guys too (laughs) so yes tell tell all dolled up that dr kim ray sent you when you do go through but um bailey i want to uh thank you so much i want to ask you before i let you go is there anything before we go that we did not touch on that you really wanted to kind of share with my viewers and my listeners today please do uh, like, again, I just want um, us to really start looking at the, the products that minority businesses produce, African-American businesses produce, and look at them for the experience that they're creating. Like, we want to be really good businesses, not just really good black businesses. So mm-hmm. one of our goals at All Dolled Up, 80 Salon Holdings and LBH Innovations is to provide just quality experiences, regardless of race, regardless yeah. of creed, regardless of color. And we just want to be a really good business. So if you see me, anything that I'm representing or stand for, we're looking to just be better people. So that's yeah. our, our, that's our, our goal moving forward. And we've been doing it for uh, 35 years. We celebrated 35 year anniversary, August 31st. Woo! We got another 35 30 years. years. 35 years. 35. Wow. Yes. That's incredible. That's awesome. I'm so proud of this family and, and you for continuing the legacy. You didn't tell your parents, you know what, and you have a sister. Uh, shout out mm-hmm. to your sister. Uh, uh, brilliant woman. She's brilliant. Absolutely she's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Working for NASA, uh, we, right? We, as we continue to grow, we're going to have a, we'll have a position for her. You know, she's, she's expensive right now. With small yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. I get it. But, you know, shout out to all of you. The family is just absolutely amazing. And I'm really proud of you and where you've taken this this family biz now turned super corporate yeah i think we're the 50 uh, small businesses up to 50 employees as we saw from this uh relief aid you got some very big small businesses so yes. we're trying to be on the bigger end we're trying to be on the bigger end yes yes and i, want, are, I forgot to say something so i wonder yeah please i want to shout out to as well uh, all the partners with all the all the salons all the all the teams that we have i mean they are the people that execute this on a daily basis uh, and i got some great partners we're learning how to be better partners every single day. 
I want to shout out my Pembroke Pines partner, Patricia Brown, my Orlando partners, Pastor Brian Lucas, Kernisha mm-hmm. Hardy. And we got a full team of just people that are really going beast mode for uh, black excellence. Awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you guys just don't do black and ethnic hair, though. You, I mean, because I've seen we can other. Do anything. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've seen you at hair shows and con- conventions and conferences and things. So you're all over the place. And I'm very, mm-hmm. very proud of you and honored to have you on this this platform today. I want to say this to you, and I'm going to let you go. You better invite me out on that golf course, though, because I'm still waiting. Since I moved down here, I have not played with you. We can social distance. We can social distance right. oh, on so the golf, golf course. Perfect you get your card, I get mine. Perfect. <laughs> golf is perfect for social distancing. I mean, golf is the perfect social distance. And it's funny, my golf buddies were like, uh, you're not going to hang out with us? I was like, no, I got a, I got a very important podcast with Dr. Kim Ray. I cannot miss that. <laughs> it's a, you know, this is going to be something big. And we wish you the best too, Kim Ray. It was, Thank this you. is a great experience. I, I appreciate you having me on. And I can't wait to see what the future holds. Thank you so much, fam. Peace, family. Peace, family.